The USFL Gambling Podcast Week One Preview and Picks episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet ten dollars at WinBet and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duels. Stable Duels is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 40 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And last but not least, we're brought to you by us. Yes, the SGPN app is live in the App Store and Google Play Store. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our all of our free picks and podcasts and content. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Football is a unique American experience. A game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive it did. SFL gambling podcast pre- picks episode week one preview and picks. Holy shit. We're finally here. My name is Colby swinging Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> I had a dream guys. I had a dream rest in paradise to Martin Luther King, but I had a dream too that one day the uni- the United States Football League would be playing football again and we are finally here. I never thought I'd see it, to tell you the truth. I never thought I'd see it. But I was hopeful that it would potentially could happen, but here we are. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former, former James Madison Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss, stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well. Ride that horse, baby. On the street, then tip your hat his way. You'll notice where he's headed and which game he's gonna play. He's a sharp shooting gunman and always aiming high. To win any gunfight, his limit is the sky. The fucking We're sky. Slingers, on set and tone. We're the gun. Slingers, on the road or at home. Remember the Alamo for such as we are known. We're the that's some America right there. That needs to be in what is that museum that just has all the stuff there? Smithsonian. <laughs> there you go. You know what I mean? Look, this guy, his his DFS articles need to be in the Smithsonian or the, the natural the 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 National History Museum or something. There Are they the go. same? Are they the same? There you go. I don't know what the fuck it is. Give My picks need to be in the Holocaust Museum. I guess that's pretty terrible to say. Oh but. man! Uh, look, this guy, the DFS guy himself. Give it up for 
the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go, man. You guys ready to uh, to pick some winners? Pick some USFL winners. Boom. I mean, I'll just give you. Is that, I mean, that's a yes right there. That music just means yes. I mean, how do you guys first off feel about the United States? We're actually going to have football this weekend, guys. March Madness just ended. How do you see? We had to suffer through a weekend of the Masters, which was fun in its own right, but it reminded us how much we need action sports. It wasn't really fun for me. Yeah, it really was. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe NC Nick, because he's a. He's into the golf game. Uh, you know, I can dabble in some baseball. Southern gentleman down master. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it does it's nothing compared to football. Come on. So, you know, I've been saying, you know, when I, in, in any of these uh, USFL pods that I love the timing. The timing is perfect. You know, XFL that came in like February or something. There's too much going on. This is perfect. I'm I'm super stoked for this weekend, and that starts Saturday night. We got you know just the one game Saturday night, then a triple header on Easter Sunday. Come on, yeah, and look, it's gonna be great. I I've heard other podcasts saying, well, the, the quality of football. Look, oh, get shut that up. shit out of here. All right, Colby made a great argument last week after the episode about how he enjoys shitty football. It's more fun. <laughs> Honestly, no, especially, yeah, especially quarterback play. Like to me, if you really, that's how I can tell the, the people that really love the game. Yeah. Is that it, it, like, can you watch just football? Just yeah. the the battle of X, well, X, X and O's between coach one and coach two. Yeah. You said, and I agree, I would rather watch fucking Taylor Heineke than Tom Brady play. 100%. And, I mean, Tom Brady in the last two minutes, sure. That's cool to watch him carve up a defense. The rest of the game, I want to see a guy like, you know, busting his ass. I said this line before uh, NC Nick wasn't present. I said, dude, if I had to list the, my favorite quarterbacks to watch in the NFL over the past, like 10 or 15 years, JP Lossman's on my top 10 because he was <laughs> fucking hilarious. Right. <laughs> and he was very like, he was pretty athletic, but he was just a wild card. Each play was, was like, Whoa, where's he going to take this? Right. And the Heineke has got a little bit of that. And to me, I find that way more entertaining than watching Patrick Mahomes. I mean, look, there, there's an element. Of course, of yeah. course. I'm not trying to, to shit on Patrick Mahomes. He's incredibly talented. Yeah. But it's also kind of boring to me. If Patrick Mahomes didn't scramble so well, I'd agree with you. He became really interesting this past offseason when he started, or past playoffs when he started scrambling. Well, even like, like Peyton Manning. 45, well, even Peyton, Peyton Manning, Manning is boring as yes, shit. To that's watch. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I would much rather watch. Like to me, it's just the chess match between coaches. I mean, look, I know that happened with Pey- Peyton Manning too, but uh, it, to me, there was a level of boredom. All there. Peyton Manning does is find the open fucking receiver and throw it to him on a slant or a well, curl. I think some people can some people can appreciate his ability to read a, a defense to make you know accurate pinpoint passes. To, sure, to, to complain flashy. to the NFL about the <laughs> pass interference rules, and then of they course list you him. appreciate yeah. it. He's fucking great at it. He's the best at it. But does it make the game interesting? No. Yeah, it I mean, I, I think this almost comes back down to the college basketball versus NBA debate. Some people just want to see the most talented people that are the best at their craft or their sport play. And if that's you, more power to you. You're going to be an NBA fan over college b- basketball. You're probably going to be an, an an NFL fan over college football. For me, there's a a ton of more aspects. Yes, you want to watch people that are talented, but they don't have to be the most talented. If the atmosphere is better, if the excitement in the game is better, you know, there's just so many other factors. The rules are better. Yeah. Uh, so, and then, I mean, what it comes down to is we have football in the spring. Yeah. In yeah. April, we have a chance to play DFS, to bet, to watch football. So why complain? I've never understood the haters of spring football. If you don't want to watch, don't watch. (laughs) Well, you know what it is. It's like, there's a certain kind of person out there. And this is a a big generalization there that only like likes what the masses like that only likes what the masses like, and they feel like anything that isn't that somehow reflects on them. I don't know if that's true or not, but like people that don't want to see a bigger playoff, you know, 
I understand. Okay, you want to see a, a more valuable regular season? That's one in, argument. In college football, you're talking right. In yeah, college okay. football, okay. And so that the, I, I'm I'm conflating things a little bit here. But what I'm why, th- why would you not want to see more football? Regardless right? of that, I, I to some people when they explain their stance, it's it's they want to limit the access for other teams, uh, and they they only want to see like the best plan. They want to see Ohio State, uh, uh, Alabama, Alabama yeah, Clemson yeah. every single year. And it's like, dude, you can see them if they're the best in the semifinals. Why do you have to limit it to yeah, that? Yeah, you know? Yeah. And also, I mean, like, I, I understand some people that might not want to watch more football. Maybe they just want to break. And maybe they maybe uh, they want to watch. I don't understand that though. <laughs> well, I don't understand. Not that. for myself, but but that's fine. So don't watch. But well, I do understand. At the, at the that. same time, hold on. At the same time, they're actively rooting against the or rooting for these leagues to fail. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I never understood the hate. You know, like if if you're not into it. And just let it be. Well, <laughs> right? they're followers, and as soon as it becomes popular, they'll like it. So, well, I mean, that's my biggest thing is like to me, like the real football fan, I, I, to me, is not just, oh, let me watch Tom Brady against Pey- uh, Peyton Manning or whoever against Patrick Mahomes. Like, okay, cool, oh. that's going to be a great game. Sure, that's the and TMZ I, fan. Yeah, but to me, it's like, oh, wait, you're going to be able to see this game. I mean, uh, oh, you, you know, you you got uh, Mike Leach's uh, air raid versus against, Bud uh, Foster's yeah, defense. Yeah, uh, like, can you get to that level of like, I don't care, I want to watch this for these reasons. Um, and I think that's that's hopefully what we're talking to. I mean, hopefully we're we're talking to both fan, uh, you know fans out there that are that are listening to this. But I, I I'm I'm elated that we have uh, spring football, and I'm even look. I'm not a huge, uh, I didn't like the XFL kickoff and stuff, but I'm excited to see them next year. I people are like, who do you like Colby? Should you hate the XFL and like the USL? No, I like it all. Major league football. <laughs> just got Jerry Glanville. I'm, I hope that fucking league works. All right. I, I'll say this. I mean, okay. You want something, you want a pattern that the, you can digest as a viewer. And like maybe in your heart, you've reserved this time for the NBA playoffs. You know, this is after Never heard March Madness. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> sure a lot of uh, that, that, that lends itself America kind of being down on the NBA and to some extent opens the door a little bit for the X or uh, USFL here. But uh, what I'm saying though, is to go to get back to what Nick said, um, while you wanted the XFL or the uh, spring football to start earlier, Colby, and I think the XFL is planning on doing that so yeah. that they can play in cold weather because you believe that's a, a better representation of what football actually is, and it should 100%, be played in cold like weather. The elements are, are is football. Domes sure. are part of the reason why the NFL to me is become boring. I mean, I made this case before. If you any any if I had to watch a game in a dome, you can take the most memorable games. They don't really happen in a dome to me. Something about the way it looks yeah. is I mean, a forgetful. Great, a great yes. sample is the Dallas Cowboys played the Buffalo Bills in back to back years in the Super Bowl in the early nineties. No one remembers the second one, which was in uh Atlanta in the new dome, but the one in Pasadena in the fucking Rose Bowl was like an epic game. You know, yeah. even though it was a complete blowout. It was just a de- different optic, you know, and I just find it like when I turn on an average game anywhere, it is more boring if it's in a dome. For the most part, I agree with you. But couldn't you still have a great game? Sure. But I'm bored naturally by the dome set. Yes, by it's the dome more setting. like an arena football game. Yeah. All that to say, though, I do think that a break is good, even though, like, you know, I think getting away from the NFL, allowing, you know, football to end a little bit and then allowing you to get hungry for it. Yeah. And all it takes is March Madness and then a week of golf, and then you're ready for football again. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. For me, also, it's about. I mean, really, it's it's about bandwidth. You know, mm-hmm. when we're really ramping up college basketball, I don't have enough time to fully dive into a, a football league that starts in February. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're gonna have to next year, all right? Because the <laughs> XFL is starting, and and but uh, but yeah, USFL though is like to me. Cause look, the XFL, the first edition with Vince McMahon had some, some a couple cool things, but it was really a gimmick league. Yeah. The second one I thought did a decent job, but I still thought some of the gimmicks, like the kick, I didn't like. But to me, the real best other league that we've ever had is the USFL. So I know it's different owners, it's easily it's different the, title, the real yeah. best spring league that's yes, ever had. and it would have never failed. It hadn't gone up if it had stayed in the spring, it would have stayed going. So thanks uh, Trump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here we are. We got the league. We only have eight, ga- eight, 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 eight teams in this league, four games, but uh, we'll take it. You know, yes, we want to see the Washington federals, the San Antonio gunslingers, the Memphis express, the Arizona outlaws, the Oakland invaders, but hopefully that's next year. Hopefully this is going to be a success. 
Guys, they're playing the the whole season in Birmingham, uh, except for the playoffs, which will be in Canton, Ohio, which is fucking awesome. That is um, awesome. But all hail Moose Johnson. Yes, <laughs> a, a fullback. Thank you, fullbacks. Yes. All right, make the. Can we please make the fullback great again? Whoever runs that page, right. by the way, on Twitter is fantastic. What's that? Make fullbacks, make fullbacks great. great again. How about we jettison Roger Goodell and appoint Moose Johnson as the head of the NFL and save the fucking NFL. Uh, any fullback, keep Moose Johnson in the USFL. Yeah, go out and get I don't know Ke- me- Kevin Mack. They get him go. to run the NFL. <laughs> it it right? takes a lot for us to talk highly of a, of a former Dallas Cowboy, but I think Moose Johnson has earned it. Has earned that. Yeah. Yes, because it's a fullback. He, and he, fullbacks. They're, they're, has there ever been a flashy fullback? No, <laughs> is the ultimate sacrifice position. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, you got to full speed into yeah. the middle linebacker every play. <laughs> Tom Rathman for the NFL. Come on, give me something like that. There all right, uh, guys, this is in Birmingham, like I alluded to, and they are calling for a shit ton of rain on on Saturday and Sunday. Which you might say, oh, they're offering ten dollar tickets. You know who's going to go sit in the rain? I don't give a fuck. This is awesome. This. Is what I'm talking about, Patty C of the elements. I love snow. I love rain. I love mud. I love wind. I love everything that makes football what football was when it was created in the Northeast. This is the elements. This is what the, what the game was born to be, right? Agreed. And we're gonna have that week one U.S. I almost think it's the football gods. I, you know, I believe in the football gods, Patty C. You believe in the Tooth Fairy, I know that, but I believe in I believe in the football gods. <laughs> all right, George Hallis out there. Uh, you know, he's, he's given us this right now. I know he started the NFL, but trust me, George Hallis, a guy that's lo- loves some hard hitting. George Hallis is sitting right <laughs> next to Jesus right now, yeah. looking down on us, <laughs> bestowing what's with good grace. So with a we, gigantic boner for this spring football. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. George Allen, all those guys, they're all there. Just uh, Lombardi. They're saying, Hey, we can do this. So Saturday night guys, like I said, this is all in rain. They're even calling for some lightning. Hopefully it doesn't delay any of these games. Cause back in the day, I just read a thing today. Hold on. Actually yesterday. I mean, let me give you this. Unfortunately, hopefully lightning doesn't, doesn't happen because uh, I know they suspend the games for like 20 fucking hours these days. Yeah, which, seriously. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I don't know if you guys saw that, uh, you know, the Clayton Kershaw thing, he was pitching a perfect game. One of like only 24 fucking players ever. And they took him out because of the analytics that happened <laughs> to fall on the same day, the same day. So Clayton Kershaw threw 80 pitches. So they took him out pitching a perfect game the same day uh, uh, back in what year was this 1919 Ray Codwell uh, was struck by lightning as the pitcher was revived and then finished the game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, that you heard me correct. This guy was pitching. All right, he pitched a no hitter. At, at, by the way, seventeen days later, after being struck by lightning, but it, in particular in this game, he got struck by lightning in the middle of the game. They revived him, <laughs> and then he finished <laughs> pitching the fucking game. Whew! I'm telling you. I think we used to be a tougher nation, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine just waking up and shit? What just happened? Oh, it's the it's the top of the sixth. I got I, I got to finish this fucking game. <laughs> but either way, hopefully lightning doesn't do that. But here we are, Saturday night, uh, four thirty on the west, seven thirty on the east. The New Jersey Generals, Doug Flutie. You know Jim Kelly had signed with the Generals before they folded. They were gonna have they were gonna go from Brian Sipe, former Cleveland Brown, to, to Doug Flutie, to Jim Kelly. And then it was going to be, it was going to be Ben Holmes, but he broke his foot. He's out or in his hand, I think too. And uh, I think it's going to be Deandre Johnson. They also signed Luis Perez generals are getting three points in Birmingham. They're once again, they're all playing in Birmingham, but the stallions here have a little bit of a home advantage uh, mm-hmm. over under at 42 and a half generals on the money line plus one twenty five. The stallions are minus one forty-five. Mike Riley, head coach of the generals against skip Holtz, the head coach of the Birmingham stallions, Patty C. What are you doing here, buddy? Look, 
Opening weekend in Birmingham. I feel like the state of Alabama loves their running backs. The rain plays in uh, the stallions favor here. I do think that is true. I do think that is true. I do have Mike Weber on my team as the running back. I think he's probably the, he's the, on the generals though. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I do think that there is going to be a, a good amount of running the rock this game, but home field advantage, I think plays here three point favorites. Uh, looks like most Italian sites going with the generals, but I am going against the grain here. I'm going stallions. Wow. Stallion it up. Well, well, I don't get the rain man cold, but they're counting down. That, that is uh, Skip Holtz's father, because <laughs> yeah, you look, Mike Riley is a seasoned pro at startup leagues. All right, he was with the Seattle Dragons uh, in the XFL. Mike Riley, you look at the resume. I mean, obviously, college football success twice at Oregon State. He was also at Nebraska, and Nebraska fans don't really care for him. Struggled there, but. He's coached in the CFL as the head coach of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. He's coached uh, college football, like I said, three times, three different teams, or you know, two teams, three different eras. Uh, he's coached the San Antonio Commanders in the AAF, and they were really good at the time. Uh, he's coached uh, just every, pretty, pretty much every, uh, every league you can think of, for the most part, with the exception of the the World League. Um, no, he actually coached the World League too, San Antonio Riders. So he's got everything pretty much. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go with the experience here. I think he, you know, and I, I'm an ECU guy. Love Skip Holtz. Questions at the quarterback spot, and I guess you could say questions at the quarterback spot for the Generals too. I'm going to take the points. I'm going to sprinkle some on the money line. I think the Generals should be favored. I think their roster is better. Nick, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, I'm glad we have somewhat of a difference here because I did look at tally site earlier today. And for, for those that don't know, that's where we make all of our picks and you can see that, you know, on uh, the sports gambling podcast network website or the SGPN app. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but spoiler alert, uh, Colby and I had the same picks in all four games, mm. at, at least from the, um, the spread. Now we, we, we may differ on money line or over under, but uh, yeah, I agree. I'm go. I'm going generals. Uh, Mike Riley is a big reason why. But I think a lot of people may may jump off them because of the injury to Ben Holmes. But I think DeAndre Johnson is still a very good quarterback. And Former I still five think, star. Yeah, and I still think he's better than anybody that that uh, Birmingham has. I think Birmingham might have the two or you know the worst quarterback room in in, in the whole league. Uh, and you, you know quarterback and coach that's what you kind of want to go with in week 1 when you don't know a whole lot. No offense to Skip Holtz, but he's never coached at anything other than a college football team. So I think Riley has the advantage in getting a team, you know, to come together in pretty short notice even with the injury to quarterback and you're getting points. I mean, I think it, it makes sense to, you know, to, 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 to take the points in most games, if you don't have a good feeling uh, in week one here. So give me the points all day. And I, I think I agree that uh, a money line play is uh, attractive as well. Yeah. And, and Mike Riley also, like if you're going to give any of these coaches a quarterback problem, like an injury, I know Mike Riley played for bear Bryant as a defensive back, but he's done really well with his offenses in his career. He was big on the recruiting of Tom Brady to USC. He told John Robinson, you need to grab him. Uh, they did. They ignored him. You've seen how that worked out. Um, and you really, you look at his success, whether it was Derek Anderson or Jonathan Smith with Oregon state, he's had good quarterback play. Um, so I, I, if there's, if you're going to tell me what well, you're going to have a quarterback problem with any of these eight coaches, I think I probably f- would want Mike Riley to be the coach of that team. If I had my first pick. So I, I'm all over the generals here. Let me ask you this though. Deion, DeAndre Johnson is, is he uh is he elite? Do we think that he's going to be able to shine here? Texas yeah. Southern product Well, from originally Florida state got kicked out of Florida state. Then went to FAU. I mean, the guy went to every college in, in America, Patty C he was, he was on, he was, and he was on the, he uh, was on the Tom Callahan plan. <laughs> uh, now, now I, I think, and especially you talk about in the rain, the more mobile quarterback, unless the stallions go with Jamar Smith. But I, I, I think people are thinking it's going to be Mago, the FIU kid, but they, the stallions did draft Jamar Smith. who was a mobile quarterback that played for Holtz 
at La Tech. That would be a, a that would be a pretty interesting play if Jamar oh. Smith ends up playing there. Did Mago play against Johnson in college? FIU and FAU? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Um the over unders at 42 and a half. Nick, do you have a lean on that? I'm gonna go under. Uh, you know, weather hurt quarterback. Just these teams that aren't familiar with each other only having a month or so to prepare. Uh, you know, in general, obviously this is not any groundbreaking thing here, but I think a lot of people are saying if you're not sure, take points and go under. So uh, I'm going to go under here. Yeah, I'm on the under two on this game, Patty C. Sure, I'll yeah. ride under. Uh, well, like I said, I'm I'm probably riding under on all four of these bad boys. If we're up in the 40s. Uh, previous stats have shown that a lot of these teams finished somewhere in the mid third or a lot of these games finish in the mid thirties um, throughout the first season of the uh, spring leagues. Yeah. You know, but this isn't rain and in the rain. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, that and, could and wait, you could have a, the stallions who believe in running the football. So they're going to run the clock. Generals have quarterback problems. So you would they're think not gonna they're going to run that clock. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna <laughs> suck, they're gonna that, suck clock. that clock. <laughs> yeah, suck that clock. Um, uh, well, well, I don't get. They bring me in cold, but yeah, we're all in the under there. So that's the lone game on Saturday night. We'll be here at, in the studio, Patty C watching. NC Nick will be there in spirit. Sunday, <laughs> Easter Sunday, nine a.m. on the West, noon on the East. The Houston Gamblers. I mean, do I just need to give you? This is a championship preview right here. I mean, Kevin Sumlin takes on the mustache. Is he going to ride all over that mustache? Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Jeff Fisher. Uh, legendary coach took the Tennessee Titans to the Super Bowl in 1999. Was a yard away, a Kevin Dyson yard away. Maybe that's one of the more memorable dome games if I had to pick. But um, uh, he was also a defensive coordinator on the '85 Bears, which some say perhaps maybe the greatest team in NFL history. Uh, has been said quite quite a few times. Anyway, this slide Panthers open surprisingly. Two and a half point favorite. Over unders at 43 and a half. Gamblers plus 120 on the money line. The Panthers are minus 140 on the money line. NC Nick, what are you doing here? I I know I guess you're doing the same as me, but the audience doesn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh this was probably my toughest game to pick. I think I had the other three games. I had a pretty strong, you know, initial lean, which was only backed up when I dove into it further. This one is tough. I mean, you have two fade worthy head coaches, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I, I'm worried about the Michigan offense. You know, um, Jeff Fisher is a head coach. You know, he's a defensive guy, a special teams guy, maybe. And uh, the OC is Eric Marty, who was at the head coach of Reedley College, and then before that, offensive coordinator for a, gr- a Grambling State team that only put up 17 points per game uh, <laughs> while running the ball 55% of the time. So, which is kind of crazy in today's football, you know. So, this is going to be a ground and pound here. Um, I don't know if Michigan should be favored either. Is it just because Jeff Fisher and and he's he's more well known than any other coach? Going uh, here, probably, and they had the first pick, maybe. But my I'll problem t- with Houston, though, is that I don't like the quarterbacks there either, with Thorson and Bahar. I'll be so, honest; this is the one that I'm thinking about changing too, because yeah, guys, I'm changing this. Kevin Sumlin has a unique stat that is probably the only coach in all of football history that's been able to accomplish this: having a worse, equal or worse record for ten years in a row in his career. <laughs> He has been getting worse every year for the last <laughs> ten years. He's coached, he, and to the point where his last game well, I was think what, Jeff Fisher had a what's... fucking seventy to seven loss, and they say they finally flushed the toilet after he went zero and five and lost seventy to seven. Kevin Sumlin basically just stopped coaching like five years ago. I think. I think you can look, and I'm a Jeff Fisher guy. You know, I'm a Buddy Ryan guy. I love defensive coaches, but Jeff Fisher, Patty C, has uh, had a losing record. 
what I think seven straight years. <laughs> this is a, an absolute I told you shit both fest. Coaches are fade worthy. <laughs> Absolutely, statistically we're seeing, uh, backed. We're also seeing a little bit of line movement. W- what did you say it was at Colby currently? Two and a half. Two and a yeah, half. Yeah. So earlier in the week it was it was Michigan plus, uh, minus three. So money is coming in on Houston. My initial pick was also Houston. You know what? I think I'm going to change. I think I, I'm gonna I, think I am too. You, you know, son of a <laughs> well, you know why though? I think when you consider Jeff Fisher was a, a great special teams coach, great defensive coach. If you're telling me it's raining all day, special teams will matter. Guys, you're looking at by far the best quarterback in college of this entire group. You know, give Michigan the uh, first uh, USFL champions of all times. In the iteration Bobby number one, Bobby Abair was that quarterback. That's right. Shea Patterson is the new Bobby Abair. <laughs> the question is, what are they going to do with Shea Patterson? Uh, do, they, do I, they, I, I hope if it's raining, they get him out running. So Shea yeah. Patterson is shades of Steve McNair. Okay, that's generous. But <laughs> on the field, right? Not off the field. Yeah, let's hope <laughs> for his sake. Jeez. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm going to switch. Yeah, especially now that I'm only laying two and a half, you know, I think w- it was three or, or more than three. I think you know, not having a, a, a decent lean, I just took the points. But I'm gonna switch over to the Panthers. I'm gonna lay the two and a half. I'm gonna fade someone. Especially they announced Clayton Thorson's starting. They did. Uh, I'm on the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought Kenji Bahar might start. Maybe that's next week because uh, I, I, I'm going to lay the two and a half. Fade now. someone has been the safest betting philosophy for probably. <laughs> and five. You, you would have thought NC Nick would have learned that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> After taking Arizona, uh, you well, know, did he lock? Did he yeah, lock he it? locked it up, and they, they lost by sixty-three, <laughs> seventy to seven. Uh, uh, how many times do I hear that a year? <laughs> you will never live it down. But but we we will hold Colby equally accountable. <laughs> Maryland Penn State. Maryland Penn State losing fifty eight nothing. And Florida State UNC basketball. Yeah. Well, that was both of us. That, that was, was all of us. Pe- yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what was it? Me. Okay. Okay. He got me in this. Kept himself out I of it. I was on that too, man. <laughs> Shit. Uh, all right. Saturday. I'm sorry. Sunday. One p.m. Actually, you know what? Before we get to that, let's let's get paid. Let's get paid. I want to tell you that the USFL Gambling Podcast Week One Preview and Picks episode is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, bet ten dollars at WinBet and get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. Get mountain cold refreshment delivered straight to your door via Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash SGP. That's CoorsLight.com slash SGP. We're, we're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid. Uh, games for real, real cash prizes, cold, hard cash prizes. You can win as much as 40 grand with one entry. Head over to stableduel.com to get started today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us. Yes. The SGPN app. Make sure you download that thing in the app store or Google play story. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Patty C. All right. This is the triple header Easter. Easter triple header here. I'm supposed to be cooking. What the fuck? I mean, I'm happy that we have all three of these games. I gotta, I gotta make a little dinner though. At some point, maybe after these games, cause thank God I live in on the West coast. Um, the Philadelphia stars, Bart Andrus. Yeah. He was coaching the Ottawa GGs last year at this time. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> he was a former, former head coach of Rocky mountain university. Give it up for Bart Andrews. See him, him and the Philadelphia stars are taking on the new Orleans break a break. A come on in now. And Larry Fedora, <laughs> uh, this is, I think if there's going to be an over, it's going to be in this game right here, Sunday, right. one o'clock, plenty of wear and tear on that field, but yeah. And let me high get powered offense. Let me get to this. You got uh, uh, breakers minus two and a half over under at 44. Stars are plus one fifteen, so even Vegas is saying, eh, I don't know. 
you know, you, there's more action on the gen. I mean, there's more uh, uh, payouts on the uh, New Jersey Generals or the Houston Gamblers. Only one fifteen for the Stars. Uh, minus one thirty five for the Breakers. I think it's crazy. I kind of think the wrong team's favored here, but both quarterbacks have familiarity with their systems, which is interesting. That's why I think the over is a good play. If the over, you know, over unders at 44, I think if one game goes over, it's certainly going to be this one. Um, but then again, I mean, I guess also pending, you know, if you the, said rain the wrong breaks. team's favorite and here you got Sloter and Rose on your DFS roster. I think both, but I'm saying uh, b- both teams have f- familiarity with the systems. Bart Andrus, like I said, I trust Bart Andrus more than I do Larry Fedora. All right. When do you? Yes. Larry Fedora has had some good years. I don't know sh- really shit about Bart Andrus. Well, he I'm won not a-, a big. I'm not a big Fedora guy. You know, no, I don't know much. I I had never heard of Bart Andrus before two months ago. Yes, <laughs> you saw him in fucking uh, what's that uh, fucking video game? Bart Andrus. Yeah, he, he he's in uh, Grand Theft Auto. We we saw him in <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry. I think yeah, you were trying to say. It is, yeah. um, I do respect his his Wikipedia page. Yes, that's <laughs> the greatest Wikipedia page ever. And he's got Mike Leach ties. He's also won a championship before in one of these alt leagues, the World League. All right, he won the World Bowl back in 2005 with the Amsterdam Admirals. Patty C, I trust. Like I worry about the college coaches that are just coming into this thinking, oh, our system's going to work. I trust people that like Mike Riley that have been in these leagues. Larry yeah. Fedora won an ACC Coastal Division crown. That Not really doesn't mean ACC anything. Championship though. <laughs> Not a World Bowl, all right? And look, <laughs> if uh, to me, if you've had success at Rocky Mountain College or perhaps with the Omaha Nighthawks or the Fe- or Feather River College or the Ottawa GGs, Feather River College was playing with a uh, third grader <laughs> at center. <laughs> if you have ties to Mike Leach, Lavelle Edwards, also don't forget, Bart Andrus took the Titans to the Super Bowl as a offensive uh, uh, analyst slash quarterback coach in 1999, and was a yard away from winning the <laughs> NFL championship. Mm. He took him there. Yep, he he did it. His yeah. an- analyst analyst. <laughs> you know what happened though. Fisher overrided, uh, you know, on that slant yeah. to Dyson. He was going to call Andrus, an out pattern. It was going to call an out. He was like, "Look, <laughs> we do this." And Fisher goes, "No, look, Dyson will get in." And he, mm-hmm. yeah, he even asked Dyson. <laughs> and I'm talking this about is, my this ass. This is Colby's uh, Colby's revisionist history here. I mean, this guy's been the coach of the Ryan Fire, the Amsterdam Admirals, the fucking Toronto Argonauts. You're going to fade this guy. Well, let me, let he me looks say like this. President Nixon. <laughs> the Philadelphia Stars should get a little bump just based on the fact that they kept at the most 1983 logo possible. <laughs> I am not a crook. <laughs> yeah, but that that bump they're getting is 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 diminished when they showed their mascot. Yeah, that's a terrible mascot. I actually love it because it it, it makes Sean super pissed off, <laughs> which I fucking love. And I'm like, dude, how is this any different than that Philadelphia fucking horse, that green horse for the Phillies, right? <laughs> or that San Diego, whatever the fuck that thing is, the chicken? <laughs> or no, what, what's that? No, yeah, the chicken. No, the, the chicken. Uh, the Phillies have the weird yeah, ass. Yeah, they have that green dragon. It's not a horse. Yeah, whatever it is. I never thing. thought it was a horse. Yeah. Well, the Phillies are a female horse. I'm just oh, saying that, okay. you know, what is that supposed to be then? A dragon? Mm, it looks like a, just a furry creature to me. It doesn't matter. Anyway, um, guys. Look, look, Philadelphia Stars game. looks like Star Wars. I'm pretty sure that's what they did with the logo. They just like <laughs> took, took the Star Wars. Wars writing and then just where were the stars. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm on the stars. Game, yeah. guys. Yes. What are you on, Nick? You know. I'm with you on, on the stars. Definitely. Because once again, the coaching, and then not only has Brian Scott played with Bart Andrews before, but Darnell Holland, their top running back has also played with those guys. Jordan Sewell, the receiver. I mean, these guys all played together last year in the, the uh, spring league. I think that matters, especially early in the season. Uh, and I want to, once again, I'm not a believer in uh, what's his face, a coach of uh uh, Fedora, uh, Fedora. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not a believer. Okay. Not a big UNC fan here. If you don't know me, I, I kind of hate the Tar Heels. So <laughs> my, yeah. my judgment might be uh, <laughs> you know, jaded there a little well, bit, but, but, but we, we, we keyed in on what the top receiver drafted uh, by the break by in, in the league, I believe by the breakers. Um, he played with Arizona. He's from Arizona and he was Point with Dexter. Their, yeah. He was with their OC there. So there is familiarity all over the breakers as well. That's why 
Nick, are you on the over or the under in this one? I, I actually, I, I went over on this game. Yeah. Uh, and what'd you do? Gamble, gamblers, Panthers under. Yeah. I think I went under on every game except the stars breakers. Uh, Patty C same for you. I'm taking the breakers and I'm taking the over. There you go. If you break it, break it. Come on in Patty C. I'm going against the tally site uh, leans on all, all four games. I'm seeing it different than the rest of the the crowd out there. The so-called experts. Well, Sometimes that's good. Yeah. Philadelphia stars were a legendary original USFL team. One Jim Mora senior, Jim Mora junior friend of the program, but his dad won a ton of what, two, two championships with the stars. Kelvin Bryant. Remember a good old Kelvin Bryant? Uh, the, here Redskins you go. Redskins running back. Here you go. Touchdown, Washington Redskins. Play yeah. that again. Yeah, I Can will play you? that again. I will. Are you allowed to? I will. Touchdown, Washington Redskins. <laughs> Don't you dare. Uh, uh, I, I'm going with the lineage. That's why I'm going Panthers and Stars. It's 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 1984 all over again, Patty C. Um, <laughs> All right, last game on the slate. 5 p.m. on the west, 8 p.m. on the east. The Bandits, the Tampa Bay Bandits. We come from down in Gator Country. We are the proud of Tampa Bay. We play football and we're called the Bandits. And we think our band of ball is here to stay. Nick is a bandit ball believer, even if, even if the Maulers are here. Even if they're playing the Pittsburgh Maulers, man, I love this old music. What the hell went wrong in our society? Why is there not songs for every fucking team in all the sports? Um, the Maulers are uh, four, uh, four point dogs. So bandits favored by four over unders at 42 uh, bandits are minus minus one ninety five. The Maulers plus one sixty five. Look in first time league. Do we get crazy? I know Nick NC Nick's a bandit ball believer. Just like I'm a breaker breaker one, two fan, but I want to get to my breakers. Look, I want to see the breakers win, but I think the stars are going to beat them. We'll see if NC Nick you know, can, can you like the breakers because they have the flashy? They're the, they're they're the Houston Oilers. They're the Tampa Bay bucks too. Like a mixture of the creamsicle bucks and the Houston Oilers. And the love you blue. Oilers. Oh, they're so great. Uh-huh. Those uniforms, but bandits Maulers 40, 42 is the over under plus one sixty five. That's the juiciest dog considering Todd Haley has never coached in any of these leagues. Just like Kirby Wilson hasn't. Is it that wild to take the Maulers plus one sixty five? Kirby Wilson's never been a head coach anywhere. True, but he's the only coach in the in the in the USFL. This is who's this is his first ever game as a head coach. So experience not on his side. Both Uh, Tomlin uh, disciples, I guess. Kirby Wilson probably also never had his wife eat a rat salad. Uh, Todd, Todd Haley's wife can't can't claim that. <laughs> but I'm taking the Bandits. You know I am, dude. I, I, they had the best quarterback in the league. They have one of the best rosters in the league, and I think Todd Haley is a proven coach that can do good things with the offense. I expect this offense to crank out the points, man. And I think the opposite might be the case for the Maulers. Uh, questionable quarterback with uh, Laletta. Uh, questionable coach. H- however, uh, yeah. if if you're going to play the continuity angle, I'm sorry to cut you off. If jo- there's rumors that Josh Love might start over Laletta, if so, then two of their top three receivers played with him at San Jose State. Something to keep in mind. Something to sure. keep in mind. Sure, sure. Uh, how much are they going to pass the ball? <laughs> That's a good point. Very good point. Um, and Jawan Washington, a great running back from San Diego State, is on the Bandits. What's this up? This game comes. And, uh, go ahead, Nick. Oh, sorry. And if you want to talk about classic teams, I mean, Tampa Bay was one of the best teams in the original USFL, making the playoffs two out of the three seasons under Steve Spurrier. The old ball the coach. Believer. They should have brought him back. This, this is the they old ball coach. They should have. I can't talk to this son of a bitch. I can't talk to that son of a bitch. I really can't. <laughs> is it is it fair to say? 
Harry Hogue from uh, Days of Thunder and, and 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 Steve Spurrier are similar. Similar, although Steve Spurrier would be a much <laughs> different too and more annoying version. Steve Spurrier mixed with Gilbert God or uh, uh, fucking Harry Hogg mixed with Gilbert Godfrey. Rest in <laughs> peace, <laughs> yeah, is Steve Spurrier. Hey, why you throw Gilbert Gil- Godfrey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got that annoying little voice. Spurrier was great just because he would throw the visor down on every play. <laughs> yes, yes. he'd he have like Danny Werfel throw like a fifty-yard touchdown. And the visor would still go because he right. underthrew it. He's just like, <laughs> um, but uh, he's it, the, he's kind of Saban esque. He can't be happy. There's nothing that can make that dude happy. <laughs> That's why he was successful. That's why he won a natty perfectionist. Nick, but yeah. four points, big number. You're gonna lay that for those four points? Yeah, I think they're throwing that that four out there, thinking that you know a lot of people will take the points. You know, because of everything I said before about the uh, the unknown, the uncertainty, might as well grab points. Yeah, I think this. I think they they could win by uh, you know double digits potentially. I'm gonna go over also. I think their offense is about ready to crank out some points. This is an interesting one because it could go over if the Maulers are that bad. Look, disagree, disagree, disagree on all levels, and here's why. Okay, when the Pittsburgh Steelers were in the mid '90s, when they were truly still the Steelers, they wanted uh, fucking who's the Tampa Bay running back? Uh, that Eric Rett? No, 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 no. The, the James Wilder. He was actually in the 2000s. The big fucking <laughs> white mule. Oh, Mike Allstott. Allstott, yeah, right? Yeah. But they already had Bettis. Right. They said, Oh, we can't have both. Right. And so they got their guy. Now it's Groshek. He is that guy. He's We're Mer- going Merrill back Hodge 2.0, Merrill Hodge 2.0, but bigger. Merrill Hodge was six, two, two, 12. Garrett Groshek, Friend five, of the program. five, 11, yeah. 220. So a, a, a bigger, meaner Merrill Hodge basically is what you're getting. And we're playing. It's the last game in the mud after uh, four straight games. Tore up. A four point spreads a little too much in a close game like this. When you got a guy like Groshek pounding the rock, you riding the money line. I'll ride that money line. The Maulers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh gotten a, a lot of flack for their uniforms, not getting the love of the other teams. And I think it's going to show up. That's not a for city some, that likes being disrespected. For some reason, Patty C's family loves Pittsburgh football. So I think that's the only reason why he's taking the Maulers. Well, I'll say this. Uh, we grew up 10, five minutes from each other growing up. The dance went all in on the Redskins, which I can uh, respect. Wait, wait, what? Who? Touchdown, Washington Redskins. <laughs> Play it again. Touchdown, Washington Redskins. <laughs> Hopefully next year we can go touchdown Washington Federals. There you go. Bring them back. Uh, Not the fucking commanders. Get the fuck out of here with that nonsense. But even though the Redskins were a big deal in the rest of my house, in my immediate home, they weren't as big a deal. So we went to the next best thing. Family ties from the uh, grandma from Pittsburgh. So we went. We went three rivers. Grandma from Pittsburgh. What what'd she do? Huh? She was a gangster. Gee, Bobby oh. Brister fucking slept in her extra bedroom, huh? <laughs> Bubby Brister. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. It. Sure. I don't know either, but shout out to the Maulers. Look, I'm on the bandits. I'm going to lay the four. Give me a final score. I'm, I'm on the under, though. I, I disagree with NC Nick there. Give me the bandits uh, 21, Maulers 13. All right. Getting it done. Now let me ask you this. Do you, we know the rules are a little, di- a little bit different. Anyone going to go for a three point conversion in this? First week, do you think? I hope so. I hope we see a little, little change of pace here, Nick. I think the only, I think you're only going to see it if a team's down big and trying to catch up. And I think most of these games are going to be relatively close. Week one, I'll say no. Ooh, he says no to that. Well, folks, well, actually, no. Let's do it. What, what game do you feel best about? Let's do a lock and a dog. All right. Lock and a dog. I, I, I was, I'll, I'll lead the way since I'm, you know, the best at picking these games. Um, I'm gonna take my lock. Is let's go. I'm going with the New Jersey Generals plus three. <laughs> Thing is, they're also my dog too. You know what? No, yeah, I'll do this. I'll, I'll, I'll take the two and a half in the stars, and I'll take the over as a lock. Parlay them. And then uh, my dog is the generals plus plus one twenty five. I want to give you the best odds. Patty C. What are you You're doing? Bringing some heat there, buddy. Uh, I would have to agree with you that the general stallions, even though I went stallions is the game. I feel least comfortable with 
game I feel most comfortable with is the Michigan Panthers. Uh, even though yeah, I lay, think the, lay the two and a half, yeah, zig when the the public zags. That's right. right. I think Shea Patterson is a winner here. So NC Nick, yeah, my dog is uh, Stars money line plus one thirty, and my lock. I'm a bandit ball believer. Tampa Bay minus four. Lay those points. Well, mm. that's my doggy is Pittsburgh. So, mm, mm, mm. all right, folks, you got it here. First, we're going to be here every single week, and we're going to do a recap show talking USFL. I mean, you came to the right place if you love the United States Football League because we've loved it. We've loved it since the '80s, uh, and we're super excited for this weekend. I, is, we're just so glad to have football back. Make sure you follow us, subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast. We're also on Twitter at USFL Gambling, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We also host the College Football Experience. Uh, check out all of those. We've had great friends that have have affiliation. June Jones, good friend of the program, former Houston Gamblers offensive coordinator, former. Denver gold offensive coordinator, uh, Jim Mora jr. We touched on that. His dad was a Philadelphia stars, won the championship with them and the Baltimore stars. Um, so we're, we're deep. We got, we got rich ties into the USFL itself. Uh, so subscribe to all of those. Check us out. Get that SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. You get access to all of our content, our picks, our, our articles, NC Nick's cranking out. USFL content. Um, so just check all that stuff out. We got the NFL draft coming. We'll be in Vegas for that one. Uh, and check just, just, just do it. All right. I'm on Twitter at D Colby D the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K follow them all. And let's enjoy the fact that we finally have spring football back. Fuck the haters. All right. Fuck the haters on this. Let's sit back, enjoy the most, the best sport we have in America. Really, let's do this. All right, we got football in Woo. April. Let's enjoy it. This is the USFL Gambling Podcast preview and picks week one episode. You better start thinking about yours. And we are out of here. Presents. United States Football League.